Determined to cast off his role as invalid, Edward went searching for Kate the following afternoon in Bellacombe's estate office, where he was reliably informed by the good-natured Jasper the lady spent most afternoons. Having bathed, shaved, and dressed himself, he set off on his quest, feeling a little more sure of the world, and very sure he owed his hostess an apology. He could not for the life of him think why he had kissed her, and so lasciviously, or why he had dreamt such torrid sensual dreams of her last night. In his fantasies, Kate had trembled beneath him, her fingers tangled in his hair, her small, perfect breasts his for the tasting. He had woken in a tangle of bedsheets, burning to kiss her again, sweat beading his forehead. It was disconcerting. Perhaps it really was the blow to his head. The good doctor had ordered him not to think, and apparently he had succeeded. Oh, he didn't fancy himself an upright paragon of virtue. Quite the opposite, he feared. But nor did he have the sense that he was the sort of fellow who went around seducing virginal young ladies. And if he was, then he was in need of a good horsewhipping. Except that Lady D'Alenay was not exactly young, and she didn't kiss like a virgin, nor quite like a lady of experience either. She was something in between, perhaps. She had once been betrothed, she had said, to a man who had not loved her. How could such a thing be? The lady was not a beauty, but she had a purity of character one could not mistake, and a wicked, scathing wit. A man could not for one instant find himself bored, he imagined, in her company. There seemed to be no huge fortune involved, the usual thing that drew suitors. An entailed estate like Bellacombe could not be sold, but only carried forth into the next generation. Until it was flourishing, there would be no money to fritter. So it seemed that, where Kate was concerned, at least one gentleman had been wise enough to see the jewel shining within, and then let it slip from his grasp. It intrigued him, Edward told himself, and that was all. He was just a man who liked to puzzle. And perhaps a challenge. Certainly his goddess was more interesting to muse upon than was the great black void that constituted his past, and his brain's pathetic inability to add two plus two. But if he dwelled upon that, he soon began to sink into the sands of despair. And so he went in search of her, to apologise, and yes, perhaps to pick up their light flirtation where he'd left it. But more than that, it was a line he would not cross. No, he would not be living out his sensual fantasies with the enticing Lady D'Alenay. Bellacombe's estate offices encompassed the whole ground floor of the South Tower, Jasper explained, and were most easily accessed via the inner bailey. But despite his room being situated in the main house, Edward decided to first hobble up six flights of stairs and onto the open parapet that connected the east and north towers. From this soaring vantage point, one could see that the original medieval construction consisted of four towers linked by wide, crenellated walls, like the one on which he stood. However, a pair of more modern wings extended beyond the walls, making Bellacombe Castle what must surely be one of England's most splendid homes. Far below him lay the cobbled inner bailey, and beyond that the outer bailey, surrounded by the secondary walls that appeared to house the stables and other utilitarian functions. There was an outer gate and an inner gate, 
both likely portcullised, with a long high bridge between, a solid defence for times of turbulence. And while the castle had no moat, the undulations of earth when seen from above indicated there once had been one. Rising up around all this rugged beauty were green and rolling Somerset hills, the castle nestled like a diamond amongst it all. Bellacombe, beautiful valley. He looked down at the south tower and saw that the thick wooden doors were opened wide onto the cobbled courtyard, to catch the morning's warmth, he supposed. He could see Kate sitting just inside, bent industriously over a massive desk, her glossy hair shining in the sun. Suddenly, raw lust twisted through him again, seizing his breath. He forced it away.